Becoming an authentic, fearless, fabulous speaker will get you noticed as an expert and an influencer. Everyone has the power to speak from their soul and has a fearless presenter inside just waiting to come out and shine. Welcome to Present Your Power with Abigail Rebecca. We'll show you how to tap into your power, own your authentic voice, and speak your truth on stage, in video presentations, and everyday business life. Now, here is your host, Abigail Rebecca. Hey, 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 you, and welcome, welcome, welcome to another week, another day, and another show. It's so awesome to have you here, and I hope you're having a great week already. So I'm really excited because I'm getting ready to teach a three-day retreat in Glastonbury in England tomorrow. And if you don't know where Glastonbury is or what it represents, then just Google it because it's a really special, very, very sacred place. Um, right in the heart of England. So I'm going to be teaching at this wonderful retreat and then I'm going to be spending the weekend on the beach but also working on my business. And, you know, I look back on my journey from leaving corporate to where I am now and sometimes I really have to just pinch myself. I love the work that I do. I love the clients that I work with and I love the experiences and um, that I have along the way. And, and none of this really would have been possible so quickly if I hadn't made myself visible. Now, let me explain what I mean by this. I meet so many entrepreneurs that ask me, Abby, how do I get really successful in my business? How do I become the go-to person in my industry? How do I attract my ideal clients? And how do I become financially free? And I say, it's simple. You should just learn to feel really, really comfortable with promoting yourself, putting yourself out there and just being really visible. And then I get the yes, but. I'm sure you've heard that before, haven't you? The the old yes, but. Yes, but I don't have time. Yes, but I can't afford it. Yes, but I'm worried about what people will think of me. Yes, but I just don't know where to start. And I'm like, listen, if you are serious, serious about your business and determined to make a difference in this world, you'll do it because You're not going to grow when you're buried in your comfort zone, hiding behind your computer, writing a post or an email every now and again, and not being visible. And I get it. We're human. These fears show up. They're natural. But there are people out there, experts, who can help you. And I have just one of those experts on the show today. In fact, not just an expert. She's a freaking genius. (laughs) And I'm excited to have her on my show because, you know, that I'm all about feeling empowered and confident and helping women create the business of their dreams by showing up as a fabulous presenter. And that means getting visible. You represent your brand every single day. And if you can get help and feel confident, like you can take on the world, you start to attract the most incredible experiences, clients and wealth into your life. Now, 
I help entrepreneurs earn multiple six figures by transforming them into fabulous presenters. And one way to get really visible is to present yourself on live and pre-recorded video. That's why I've put together a free gift for you. And it's the five biggest mistakes when making a video and how to avoid them. You know, I see so many people putting together video content. They're putting it out there and so many people make these classic mistakes. So if you go over to abigarebecca.com and then forward slash video hyphen mistakes you can go on there to download your free gift and if you want to explore working with me on one of my coaching programs then please reach out to me on email either hello abigarebecca.com or visit abigarebecca.com forward slash apply and I'd be happy to offer you a free 30 minute soul speaker call where I'll take you through my signature soul speaker assessment which is a way to tell within minutes exactly where you're blocked with all aspects of your presentations and what steps you must take now to show up present your power and make more money so let's talk about how to stand out in a crowded market shall we to get even more visible so my guest today i'm so delighted is lisa simone richards who is a pr and visibility strategist for health fitness and wellness entrepreneurs who want to get seen as experts and go from invisible to influencer she's here to show you how to build your brand business and influence and lisa simone helps her clients get free visibility using pr to get in front of their ideal client and also build the credibility that gets clients to take the next step and then actually invest in working with you so when she's not shooting national TV segments or working with editors on magazine features, you can find her swinging a kettleball, getting her zen on at hot yoga or shopping at her local farmer's market. Welcome, Lisa. Hey, Abigail. I'm so psyched to chat with you today. Thank you for having me. You're more than welcome. Lisa, I've got visions of you going and getting your local fare at your farmer's market while you're getting all sen, like swinging your kettleball around. I've just got this vision of you now in my head doing that. It's, oh um, it's so, <laughs> it's so wonderful I did this to have Sunday you. Morning. I met up with a girlfriend. We took the dog for a walk, went to the farmer's market, tried some local wines, got some veggies. It's just such a beautiful way to spend the weekend. It is, isn't it? I, what a wonderful life and a wonderful way, like you say, to spend the weekend. So, Lisa, where are you calling from today? This is an international show. We have guests from all around the world. So where are you today? It is. It's such an honor to be selected from a global panel of potential people you could have on here. So I'm dialing in from Toronto, Ontario, Canada today. Oh, wonderful. Well, welcome from Canada. I'm in the UK. The studio is in Phoenix, Arizona. So we truly are an international show today. So, um, Lisa, I'm so excited to have you on my show. And um, for those of you who are listening and you don't know Lisa, Lisa really is a rock star. I've met her in person at many events. And what I love about you, Lisa, is that you have such a positive energy it's really infectious and I can see why you're so successful in what you do because really how can anybody turn you down you've got such wonderful energy oh that is truly one of the nicest compliments anyone can ever give me so thank you so much for that it's funny I was just out with my uh, mom at a restaurant the other day 
and we were up to order and the guy just, and you could tell he's been there all day. And he's like, Hey, how can I help you? I'm like, Hey, how are you? And he's like, Whoa, that <laughs> was literally infectious and it's totally changed my vibe for the evening. So I was like, awesome. If I could pass some of that along, I'm so happy to do it. <laughs> changing the world with your wonderful personality and energy. <laughs> Amazing. So, Be the change you want to create. Absolutely. So Lisa, I'm I'm really excited to um, interview you today because I do like we know each other in real life and um, but I don't really know a lot about your backstory so maybe we can start with that would would you be able to kind of share your story with us a little bit like where did it all start for you? Oh, I have such a clear memory of the trajectory, and I will condense it as much as possible. I remember being about seven years old. I got my copy of Teen People in the Mail. It was a magazine. I think Jonathan Taylor Thomas might have been on the cover. And I remember just flipping through the pages and being like, this is so interesting. I love media. I love magazines, television. Um, I used to win writing contests every single year at the library. Every summer when I was a kid, they actually had to tell me to stop entering at one point so other kids could have a chance. But as much as I loved the writing component, I knew that I never necessarily wanted to be the media. I just wanted to interact with them in some sort of way. So fast forward a few years later, and I went to university, and this was during the heyday of Sex in the City. So Samantha oh. Jones came on screen. She made PR look super cool. And uh, one girl who was in my sorority and about to graduate was telling me she was going to a PR program. So we sat and had lunch one day, and that's just what changed everything for me. So I knew from first-year university that this is what I wanted to do. I made sure I did all the courses and educations to support my getting there. So um, it was actually really interesting because I thought that I would end up in the automotive sphere. I love cars, so my dream used to be to work for Daimler Chrysler when it existed, plan international auto shows. Then I ended up doing a complete 180 and actually working in fashion and beauty for a few years. Um, worked at a PR agency to really get my feet wet, worked with some really big brands like Virgin Mobile, Staples, Crayola. But I wasn't in love with the agency setting, specifically because people would come to you and be like, okay, this is your client. And I'd be like, that's disgusting. I can't eat that. And it's going to be really inauthentic and difficult for me to, you know, schlep it because that's what I've been told to do. So what actually happened is about two years into my agency job, my girlfriend and I started doing a women's only boot camp and we were loving it. It was so much fun with 20 women working out outdoors. We were seeing the results and having a great time. And I got an email from the company one day that they sent to all of their recruits, as they called us, saying that they were looking to hire a PR coordinator. Now, I don't know if you know a lot about the difference between working in a PR agency and working in-house, but the salary was double what I was currently making and the hours were probably about half. So you can imagine how excited I was when I got that job. We got to travel to Hawaii, to Puerto Rico. Like, this is what I called work trips. Um, we got featured all over the media. I helped grow the company from 400,000 a year to 4 million a year, which was really cool to do. And along the way, I actually started becoming an instructor for one of the boot camps as well. So um, having spent four years working at that company in fitness PR, I kind of hit a crossroads afterwards. I was like, if I work for another fitness company, I'm pretty much in this box of health, fitness and wellness PR for the rest of my life. So am I willing and interested in doing that? And it was an easy yes. So that's what I've just been doing over the last 10 years, working with health, fitness, and wellness brands to really um, position themselves in the market, stand out above their competition. Um, one thing I love with the fitness boot camp is we were always 110% sold out. We grew from 30 to 100 locations across Canada. They were always full, but the other competing boot camps were somewhere around 50% sold out. 
So how did we always have an overflow and they could barely fill up halfway? And the answer to that was because we were in the media all the time. We were always on television. We were always in magazines. The CEO was quoted as being, you know, this awesome entrepreneur and business owner. So we were finding all these different angles and ways to really get ourselves out there. So we were the hot boot camp. And what was even more awesome is we weren't paying for any of this coverage. So where our competitors were dropping tens of thousands of dollars on advertisements, we were all over the place for free. So you made it, you made it sexy and affordable to be able to market that business. Absolutely. Like when you think about the value of PR and getting featured on a website, on newspaper and television, whatever it could be, um, the value of PR is about three times the amount of uh, an advertisement. And that's because when you're placing an ad, it's saying, hey, look at me, this is how great I am. But it's an entirely different thing to have a journalist, an editor, um, a reporter say, holy crap, look at how awesome these guys are. It's just totally different. So that was really fun. And now I'm just helping business owners learn how to do it for themselves. That's fantastic. Yeah, and I agree. It's, I mean, it's that validation, isn't it? It's a third party actually promoting Absolutely. you instead of self-promotion. So, um, Yeah, having that endorsement and credibility is really a big game changer. So what can you explain to me? Because I, I'm not really familiar with the terms and the industry. So what's the difference then between social media and then you were talking about paid media and earned media. So what are the differences? Sure. Um, so, you know, I'm going to give full credit to my friend, Christina Nicholson, who's also in PR. And she beautifully mm. categorized these three buckets of media. So the first one is social media or owned media, as she likes to say. And that's really something we all have access to. So that could be YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. It's a great way for you to promote yourself and to actually connect with your potential clients. But again, we're also still using hey, look at how great I am. And again, honestly, it's something that anybody can do. So it's not particularly special. Then you look at paid media, and this is where you're buying an advertisement, you know, a billboard, a page in a magazine, the thing that interrupts our favorite TV shows if you're not watching on Netflix. So the challenge with advertising is, number one, you're going to be spending thousands of dollars, if not tens of thousands of dollars, creating that content, hiring the designers to create the ad, the copywriters to do the writers, uh, the filming to do the acting and the commercial. And then you actually have to pay for that placement as well. So, you know, I was just actually doing some research for a client yesterday. Placing a one-page ad in an issue of Forbes costs about $136,000. Never mind the actual creative you had to do before actually placing it. So that's advertising. Again, it's something that's accessible to all of us, although it can cost a pretty penny. Now, the third version is earned media, and that's where I really shine. So that's all about how do you get selected as a person that an interviewer wants to interview? How do you become the topic of interest on an eight-minute segment on the local morning show? And what's really special about earned media is not only are you, number one, typically not paying for it. Number two, sometimes you actually can get paid to create it. But number three is this isn't something that just anybody can have. You have to be selected. You have to be special for someone to choose you to be the expert. And we all know that media don't hire, the media doesn't hire nobodies. Like if you're flipping through your favorite magazine and you see commercial for Tide, you don't really think too much about it. You just flip past the article, that um, advertisement, and you go into the article that you actually bought the magazine to read. So how can people become that actual person who gets highlighted, who gets featured, who gets chosen to get that type of media coverage that not just anybody can have access to? 
So yeah, how do they? <laughs> how do <laughs> I they? Guess that's a million dollar question, isn't it? <laughs> I suppose I should answer that question. It's really all about really figuring out is what is your unique selling proposition? What makes you so special and different from everybody else? And really something that's interesting about working from the media is it's not always about being the best person. It's actually about being the fastest a lot of the time and how easy can you make their job. When I think about the PR industry and the media industry about, you know, 10 years ago, 2007-ish, when I first got into this game, newsrooms were way bigger. You know, a lot more people were buying print. They had more people on staff. And over the years, we just see layoffs, layoffs, and layoffs. And newsrooms, whether they're digital or print or video-based, they're all getting smaller. And these fewer people still have just as much content to create, if not more, because of the rise of the Internet. So when you're the kind of person who can go to a journalist and say, I had this story, and here's the video, here are the images, this is why it's relevant, and here's exactly why I'm the person to speak to this topic and to deliver value to your viewers, to your readers, to your listeners, that's when they're going to say yes to you, and then you become that selected expert. So it's actually, um, you know, a lot of it is based on building relationships then. Oh my gosh, relationships are everything. So can I tell you kind of a funny story, Abigail? Yeah, so absolutely. As we have mind, okay, sorry, cool. Lisa, just bearing in mind that we've got two minutes before we go to break, so you might have to start it and then come back. <laughs> so can you set the okay, scene for really us and then maybe come back and, and tell the whole story? So um, I remember I wanted to get my clients in the Globe and Mail, and I followed the fitness writer on Twitter. She had a cat. I have two. They're hanging out with me right now. I went on Twitter, and we just started talking about our cats. I asked her how she was doing. I didn't even pitch her. Ten years later, we're still good friends, and we would get at least five major national media features every single year just because we became friends. So relationships are everything. Yeah, yeah. And I, I love to hear stories like that because, you know, we know it's it's um, it's exactly the same set for building relationships with clients and colleagues and, you know, business, business coaches and mentors, everybody that comes into our life. It's about reaching out and building relationships. And it's great to hear that actually, you know, within that particular arena, it's it's exactly the same. It's just building up those relationships and friendships and, and business possibly at the end of it and they stay relevant for forever and it's you know it's all about building authentic relationships but they also get to be strategic at the same time lisa i love it let's uh, let's come back and visit this after the break so um we are going to be going for a quick break now but you can learn more um about lisa by either visiting her website which is lisa com, or she has this amazing facebook group if you're um, on facebook and it's called get seen get clients get paid so stay tuned as we'll be right back talking to lisa right after these messages your world motivate change succeed voiceamericaempowerment.com are you a purpose-driven entrepreneur who wants to create prosperity wealth and abundance in your business through public speaking 
As a presentation coach, Abigail Rebecca helps entrepreneurs just like you tap into their power and break through their creative blocks to discover their unique presentation style and transform into fearless, authentic, fabulous presenters and influencers. Whether you've never spoken in public before, whether you've spoken a few times and need to improve, or whether you're an experienced speaker who wants to improve your conversion rate, Abby is ready to offer you a free 30-minute strategy session this week. On this call, you'll dig deep so Abby will understand you and what you believe in. What's your big, beautiful vision? Then she will help you to create a plan that will set you up to win. Email hello at abigailrebecca.com and set up a free Own Your Authentic Voice strategy session today. Again, that's hello at abigailrebecca.com. Should there be more to your life? Do you need a change? Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young will provide empowering commentary each week to encourage you. She will interview successful personalities from movies, television, business, technology, health, and academia. All of them have amazing stories, resulting in transformed lives. You'll learn how to discover real happiness, financial success, and fulfillment to live your highest purpose. Join her on Tuesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and a replay Fridays at 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America Women's Channel. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Present Your Power with Abigail Rebecca. To find out more about Abigail and her coaching services, please visit AbigailRebecca.com. Now, back to Present Your Power. Hey everyone and welcome back to Present Your Power with me, Abigail Rebecca and my special guest, Lisa Simone Richards, who is a PR and visibility strategist for health, fitness and wellness entrepreneurs who want to get seen as experts and go from invisible to influencer. Welcome back, Lisa. Oh my gosh, and this conversation is so much fun and I'm so excited. We still have like two more segments to go. I know, but beware, time flies when you're having fun. So we just need to make sure that we can get everything in because <laughs> there's so much to discuss. So you, were, um, before we went to the break, you were telling a story about a connection that you made on Twitter. And, you know, we were talking about the importance of relationships. And I, ju- I just love this theme because, you know, I think as humans, we have this natural um, urge to get out there and connect and be part of a tribe and part of a community and you know the more that we reach out we connect with people the more that we speak to people and build relationships just the more impact and influence we have in the world and you know I know that you absolutely are a big believer of that within your business but also you were talking about it sort of you know within the PR arena as well like building up these relationships um, with these um, media media outlets I guess you could call it who are gonna promote you and big you up and make you an expert and get you visible and you know really build your business and you know it's really interesting I know that the media seems so 
overarching and so mysterious to people who aren't necessarily familiar with the industry. But actually, it's so easy. Once you learn how to do it, it's super easy. And they're just like us. They may be the gatekeepers who are the difference between you getting in front of tens of thousands of people or not, but they're also looking for that connection. They want people who are like, oh my gosh, I've read your work. It's amazing. Or someone who's like, you know what? I think there's something that we can add on to this story that you did last week. So it's not that scary to reach out to them. They're people too. And uh, you know what? One thing that I realized when I niched in health, fitness, and wellness is that I just needed to have 10 really good relationships across Canada, and I would be able to own that landscape with my clients. Hmm. Yeah. So what what so we've we've spoken about um so we've spoken about paid media and um about social media and so the differences. And then for anybody that's listening that doesn't really know exactly what PR is, can you just kind of go into a little bit more in depth around that and and just explain to us exactly what it is and why it's important sure, it's as well, all- I guess. It's always so funny to get asked the definitions off the top of my head because I'm like, you know what's really funny? For someone who specializes in the industry, I don't know how well I can define it, but let's give it a whirl. (laughs) So public relations is really all about what is that reputation that you have? What is the public perception of you? How are potential clients seeing you? Because really your brand isn't what you say it is. It's what other people define it as. So really that's a lot of what PR is all about. How are you maintaining your representation or your reputation, sorry, and how are you presenting yourself to stakeholders? holders, potential clients, current and past clients. That's really what PR is a lot about. Media relations then is specifically about building those relationships with the media. And really, why is PR important? I say it's pretty simple. If people don't know about you, they cannot work with you. So you could have the best product, you could have the best service with the most incredible transformative results. But if nobody knows who you are, then you're just the best kept secret and that doesn't make a difference and it also doesn't make money. So PR is really just about getting your story out there so that you can connect with your ideal clients um, in a way that you can actually create a change for them. Okay. And I'm sure that there's some people out there, you know, there's some entrepreneurs out there, there's some potential clients of yours out there that um, would really like to start um, promoting themselves and, and, and get into media. Um, but there's some sort of resistance. There's something that's holding them back. I mean, what is it that you, like, what what are the, the biggest things that you say as to why people aren't going out there and promoting themselves and um, getting seen and heard and getting visible? Yeah, if I could narrow it down to one thing, Abigail, it would be the imposter complex. Who am I to put myself out there? I don't have anything else to say. People are going to judge me. I'm not good enough. My story is not interesting. I think, honestly, that is the biggest thing that holds people back. Um, it's so interesting that you also asked that question because actually in the Facebook group just a few weeks ago, I ran a five-day coach with confidence challenge because I find a lot of people are just suffering from that lack of confidence that they really are an expert and are the perfect person to put themselves out there. They see other competitions doing it. They see the big names in the industry and they're not really sure that they're worthy of that kind of, those kind of eyes on their business and their message. I think that's the biggest thing that holds people back from getting out there. 
Mm, I get that so much as well, Lisa, from, you know, my clients or people that approach me that, that really know that to get themselves visible by speaking on stage or speaking to camera, um, you know, they, they really need to be putting themselves out there. But it's a similar it's a, it's a similar thought. You know, what are people going to think of me? Who am I to stand up and be the expert? Um, so how how would you um, how do you help your clients get over those limiting beliefs? I guess and and really sort of empower them to have the confidence to be able to go out there and make a difference in their business this is such a great question to be asking today especially given that I'm sitting in my condo which is next to another condo being built up unfortunately my view is going away but right in front of me right now there's a ladder and I have what I call the ladder of publicity so for those people who are just starting to get their toes wet and get themselves out there, you know, dip their toes in the water, um, the first thing I like to challenge my clients to do is sit down and write out their worth and their value because you need to be able to stand in your own worth and self-confidence before you can ever confidently put yourself out there. So I always ask them to do an exercise where I'm like, write down how many years you've spent in school. Write down how much money you've invested in your education, your certifications. How many hours have you spent building these credentials? And then you also run a business. You would not launch your business if you weren't an expert in this field. So typically when they see that all tangibly written out in front of them, you know, 15 years of training, $200,000 worth of education, you know, about three consecutive years worth of my time. Okay, I probably actually do have something worth sharing. So that's the first thing that I like to have people do so they can really stand confidently in their value. Now, bringing it back to that ladder, um, I always kind of think about runners. If you've never run a day in your life, you're not going to go outside and run a marathon right away. Um, so I think about media coverage in the same way. What is the ladder of visibility that you can follow so that you can slowly and incrementally put yourself out there, get seen more, and develop confidence along the way? So for those people who have never been featured anywhere in their lives, I usually tell them to connect with somebody else in their industry to do a guest blog post for their uh, readers. How can you add value and fill a gap that that person isn't able to do? So, you know, I work with a lot of fitness uh, professional, personal trainers. So maybe you can collaborate with a nutritionist who can speak to what to do, eat pre and post workout. That's the way you're delivering value and you're showing your expertise to a complimentary audience without being competitive. So something like a guest blog post and, of course, always adding that infamous lead magnet at the end so people can opt in and join your email list is a great way to start. Um, I think that writing is also really good because for those people who are, you know, nervous and hesitant to get in front of the camera or do a podcast, like you have control sitting behind the comfort of your computer, typing it up editing it, polishing up, making it perfect, doing those little things that make you feel better, and then you can actually put it out there. And once it's complete, that's where the confidence grows. Confidence doesn't come from watching another webinar, listening to another podcast. It comes from action. So I think that's a really simple action step that people can start taking that's going to grow their confidence. Now, once someone's done something like a guest blog post, I invite them to do things like a podcast. Now, podcasts are really comfortable for the most part. You're not on camera and you're just having a conversation with someone else, something that we have all done before. So being on a podcast, again, that's typically something that's free to do. You get to share your expertise. You can talk from the heart. And then, again, as you do that, you're increasingly building your confidence. And now might be a really good time to share for those of you listeners who are interested in being featured on podcasts. I actually have a free five-day challenge on my website, which is called the Pitch to Podcast Challenge. And through the course of five days, in less than 10 minutes, I show you how to find the podcast that your ideal client is listener. 
How do you find out who the interviewer or the gatekeeper is and how do you send them a compelling pitch? How do you follow up with them and how do you actually get featured on the podcast? So I'll just drop that little plug for that challenge in there. So once you've done a podcast again, now you're getting out there in a bigger way. You're feeling more confident. Now let's step it out into getting into local media. Um, if you're serving, you know, if you have a bricks and mortar business, you're serving people in person, um, you're going to want to get into a local newspaper where your actual clients can find you and walk into your doors. Then let's start talking about getting featured in magazines. Again, those have a, you know, a three to four month lead time. So you can just kind of think ahead about what is the story you want to tell. Now, as you're doing all of these things, keep in mind the higher the types of PR you want to get. You know, everyone tells me they want to be an O magazine or on The View. The people at these publications and TV shows, they're doing their research. They don't just bring nobodies who've never been featured anywhere before. So everything you're doing in this ladder of visibility is actually laying the foundation for you to get seen on a bigger stage. So once you've done things like written a few articles, blog posts, you've been on some podcasts, now you can start getting onto local television where, you know, let's say it's your first time on TV. The first time we walked, we all tripped and fell. So it's better to start off on a local TV show that's not necessarily, you know, an entire country watching you. So you can start <laughs> getting comfortable and finding your rhythm on TV. And as you grow that, now let's talk about how do we get you onto the Ellen Show, the Today Show? How do we get you featured in O Magazine? So these are the steps that I actually take my clients through so they can grow their uh, comfort level, but also build that foundation that's going to set them up to be seen on a bigger platform. I think it's so refreshing, Lisa, when we hear you talk about um, just taking things in stages and it's like, you know, lots of smaller steps that then you're climbing that ladder with each step, you're climbing that ladder. And I think that um, there's a, there's a danger if you could call it that sometimes to think, well, I just want to do everything now. I just want to do everything big and I want it to do, I want to do it really, really quickly. And actually you're right. You're, you're building that foundation and also you're getting confidence as well, aren't you? Every step of the way. Exactly. It's like such a strategic process. You're growing your confidence as you go through all these different runs of the ladder, shall we say. And then when you get to that elevated stage where you want to pitch a bigger television show, the person on the other side is going to do their research. They're going to do their homework and they're going to see where you've been featured in all of these different places. They're going to see you on a local TV show and know, okay, this person has a good TV presence. I can trust that we can put them in front of a national audience and that they will do a good job. I mean, if, if you've never been on TV, do you really want your first time to be on Ellen in front of a few million viewers? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> yeah, it would be a little bit daunting, I would think, but very exciting. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Some people totally do it. I have clients who are chiropractors here in Toronto who had never done media in their lives. And their first media opportunity was to get onto Canada's version of The View, which is called The Social. So they just hopped right in onto live television, did a seven-minute segment, and they killed it. They did such a great job that they became recurring guest experts. They started getting paid to be on the TV show. But I also want to highlight that's more of the exception and not the norm. So yes. it happens in some cases, but really... The best way to really build is to just take it step by step and let it be a gradual p progression. We all want everything now. You know, I have to hold myself back sometimes because I'm like, why aren't I a billionaire yet? But you know what? <laughs> you have to take the lessons that help you along the way to grow. You were talking before about um, 
limiting beliefs and things that can be keeping people back like you, you mentioned about imposter syndrome really with your clients I mean you work specifically in the health wellness and fitness um, arena and what I find so fascinating about that genre is that the industry is a billion dollar industry isn't it I mean you know there's so much money that's that's generated from that industry but individually um, I think that you know in certain sectors it's quite low paid you know if you're like a fitness instructor or you might be a health coach you know it's it, it, it do you find that sort of working within that arena it brings its challenges in itself just by being in that particular genre or is that just not applicable at all you know what it does come up in different ways in different industries but I bet all the the rationale and the subconscious behind it is all probably very similar I speak with a number of health coaches or personal trainers and they're like well I'm not ready for tv or magazines yet because I'm not perfect I'm not a size zero I'm not perfectly Mm -hmm. toned and what I always remind people of is, you know what, for the person who, let's say, wants to lose 40 pounds, 100 pounds, something a little more significant, they don't relate to somebody who's a size, size zero or a size two. So you're great as you are. I think we come up with all these stories to hold ourselves back. And again, it comes back to that worthiness conversation. Who am I to be doing this? So when you have a story that you're strongly rooted in and you know that you can affect change, it's actually really selfish and a disservice not to put yourself out there because there's somebody who wants to hear your message. There is someone who's going to relate specifically to you. So it's actually your duty to put yourself out there and to be a service and help them create that change. Lisa, it's like we're speaking from the same soul because that's something that I'm always talking about. You know, the fact that you really are being selfish if you don't mm-hmm. spread your message, if you keep your knowledge to yourself. Just think about all those hundreds, thousands, even millions of people that you're not helping um, by doing that and doing a disservice. I mean, if I can speak from my own example, you know, especially sort of following um, health coach as, you know, anything sort of nutritional wise, I find it a lot more inspiring to follow somebody's journey, like you say, who isn't a size zero, who isn't super fit and has always been like that all their life. And I feel that I can connect um, and be inspired a lot more by people that I can see, you know, maybe still on that journey or who are like, I don't know, are not too intimidating do you know what I mean like that I can actually relate to and think actually she's like me and I know that you know she's like me but she's just a she's just a few years ahead of me you know she's had some more training her mindset might be better in terms of you know diet fitness all of that so I I find that really inspirational um when I follow women like that especially yeah and I'd love to layer on to that and even take it back to um one thing you said earlier was that you know, it can tend to be a low-paying industry. Um, it, I think a lot of what we're talking about it comes back to that worthiness conversation, you know, who am I to be seen for that imposter complex syndrome, et cetera. I have a number of friends who are online trainers, health coaches, et cetera, and they make multiple seven figures a year. One of them is even an eight-figure-a-year earner. So where is your mindset, not yours specifically, but, you know, the listener, where is your mindset in terms of, yes, I am worth making seven figures a year, multiple seven figures a year? Because there is evidence out there that it can be done so now it's really coming you've seen it's it can happen people are doing it so why are you the person who's not doing that where is your own worthiness conversation there that you feel that they quote unquote can do it but not necessarily you 
Absolutely. We all know them and they are rock stars. <laughs> they really are. It's totally, it's totally possible. Um, Lisa, it's such an inspiration to talk to you. We're going to go for a break, but you can learn more about Lisa by visiting lisasimoneriches.com. That is her website. Or if you want to go and join her Facebook group, it's Get Seen, Get Clients, Get Paid. And that is on Facebook. We'll be right back after these messages. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Are you a purpose-driven entrepreneur who wants to create prosperity, wealth, and abundance in your business through public speaking? As a presentation coach, Abigail Rebecca helps entrepreneurs just like you tap into their power and break through their creative blocks to discover their unique presentation style and transform into fearless, authentic, fabulous presenters and influencers. Whether you've never spoken in public before, whether you've spoken a few times and need to improve, or whether you're an experienced speaker who wants to improve your conversion rate, Abby is ready to offer you a free 30-minute strategy session this week. On this call, you'll dig deep so Abby will understand you and what you believe in. What's your big, beautiful vision? Then she will help you to create a plan that will set you up to win. Email hello at abigailrebecca.com and set up a free Own Your Authentic Voice strategy session today. Again, that's hello at abigailrebecca.com. Have you left the cage that held you back but find yourself in the wild of your life wondering, what do I do now? I'm Dr. Lisa Cooney and today I'm going to give you the tools to answer that question. Regardless of the issue, your choices of the past no longer need to haunt you. You have the power to change that and to create from a space of fun and ease. How different can your life be? Find out. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, noon Central, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Present Your Power with Abigail Rebecca. To find out more about Abigail and her coaching services, please visit abigailrebecca.com. Now, back to Present Your Power. Hey, so I'm Abigail Rebecca, and my special guest today is Lisa Simone Richards, who is a PR and visibility strategist for health, fitness, and wellness entrepreneurs who want to get seen as experts and go from invisible to influencer. Lisa, I'm loving our conversation today. It's so much fun that we get to share this with everyone listening, especially because we're having really fun conversations during the breaks as well, and now we get to share this with all the listeners. I know. In fact, we're just like, we're having a chat and then we're like, oh, let's just do that on air. That's amazing. <laughs> so um, actually in the last break, um, we were talking, well, um, in the last segment, I was talking about, you know, the fact that 
the health, wellness and fitness arena is um, a billion dollar industry. And we were talking about it just uh, between ourselves in the break about, you know, how like there's so much information out there. There really is. There's so much. How do you stand out? You know what? I think the one thing that helps people really stand out is their personality and their story. Like, here's the honest reality. Um, If I want to lose weight, I can just Google it. The facts are all out there. Um, Let's not get into what the tactics are per se, but anything you need to know really is available online. And I love something that I learned from my friend AJ Mirzad. He's an online super coach, and he's one of those multiple seven-figure fitness trainers I mentioned earlier. And he said a line that's always stayed with me. People buy coaches, not coaching. So it really is that story, that connection point that's going to make people say, you know what, I want to sign up to work with that person instead of spending six hours Googling information online and looking at webinars. So really that transformative story, that experience that you have uniquely gone through is what's going to hook people because they're going to see themselves in your story. That's going to help them relate to you. And again, this is why you're using TR to get that story of yours out there. And that's what's going to magnetically attract them to you. And once you've really gotten clear in your story and your message, it's so incredible to see how it no longer becomes about pushing for clients and trying to get them, but it's actually a form of pull marketing where people hear it, they're intrigued, and they want to know more. They're going to ask you how they can work with you. And that's just the most incredible place to be in when you're in business, to not constantly feel like you're pushing and trying to get clients, but they actually come to you and they're like, you know what? I want to take the next step. How can I do that? People do people by people, don't they? They really do. And it's like you said, there's so much there's so many people out there. There's so much information, but really it's a it's about uh, attracting people to you and I think once you're in that position where you say you're not chasing down clients then they're actually coming to you because they know that um not only do you, do you have the knowledge but also you you know you're it's the right fit it's the personality it's the stories it's the inspiration I mean I I just love that you help other entrepreneurs do that yeah you mean everyone has their own unique journey so when people tell me, oh, I don't have a story, I don't have a message to share, you really do. It's just a matter of digging deep and really bringing it out because there's so many other people who can more than likely absolutely absolutely relate to everything that you have to say. Mm. So, Lisa, we both know that stories connect, don't we? I mean, you know, we're both we're both pretty good storytellers. I've seen you telling stories and vice versa. And, um, you know, I think anybody that's listening to this, that's feeling really inspired by what you're saying, you know, it might be somebody in the health, wellness and fitness sector, might be somebody in a different sector, but, you know, that's really striking a chord. I just love to hear success stories. Would you be able to share something with us maybe from a a client of yours that's kind of used this and has become really successful as a result? Yeah, you know, I have a few that I can pull from. And one of my favorite clients whose story I always love to share is my client, Amanda. So Amanda and I met in Toronto when I was speaking at a live event for uh, fitness professionals. And she came on board to work with me as a private client for six months. And the challenge that she was facing is that she's always been an in-person trainer here in Toronto, but she and her family were moving to Houston, Texas. So all of a sudden, her entire 
you know, income was going to disappear because she no longer could train in person. So her goal is really to build an online business where she could train people virtually. But again, online is such a huge space. How do you stand out in that kind of market? So what we really work to do is her niche is working with women who are 40 plus going through menopause, perimenopause in the various stages. So we work to really get her known as that person in that space. So what she started doing was reaching out to local media like Global News here in Toronto. Then she went into some national magazines and websites like Girls Gone Strong and Breaking Muscle. She started getting interviewed on different podcasts. So we started to really build that, um, what I like to call awareness, buzz, and credibility for her so that she could really stand out as the trainer for women in this stage of life. And what happened with her, long story short, in just about six months is she went from actually doing interviews, writing articles, getting featured on huge websites like Shape and Prevention. So now when people Google her, because we all Google before we buy, she's all over the place. And it's not just her saying, hey, this is how great I am. These are huge endorsements saying how awesome she is and positioning her as an expert. And what that actually even led her to do was she went from being interviewed on podcasts to launching her own podcast. Like she has authors of new books reaching out to her, asking to be interviewed and for book reviews. And the thing that I really love about her story, which is really tangible, because we were talking about making an, inca- an income in that industry, is um, she, she had a desire to start a group coaching program. Now, typically when people are starting online, I tell them to start with private one-on-one, but she wanted to go straight to group coaching. Okay, cool. So we worked together, and because of all the different features she was getting, because of all the exposure that she was getting, and again, she wasn't paying for any of this exposure, she actually built a wait list of 60 people who all wanted to get into her program. And when she opened the door, she was sold out in just a few days. And she wasn't even sure she'd be able to do that. So how cool is it that she was able to take that investment in herself and for exit while positioning herself as an in, as an expert, having a huge effect on people, becoming that influencer. It was so exciting to see the journey she went on in just six months. And what's really fun is we haven't worked together for about six months now. So this is, you know, about a year ago we started together. And I'm watching her lather, rinse, and repeat this formula. She's made those relationships. She can just reach out to the editor at Shape Magazine and boom, she's in there. So it's really, really cool to see how once you learn the process and you start developing the relationships, you can actually just continue to do this now for the rest of your career. Mm, you just it just goes on and on and that I mean how wonderful is it when you're you know we're we're, when you're a coach and you see your clients just blossom like that is it's so exciting isn't it it's so fun and you know what I love I love when I have clients like Amanda someone else like my client Cassie Lynn Lambert um when they do it's so fun when I'm scrolling through my Facebook feed and I see a picture of them holding up Megs and they're like oh my god I just got featured <laughs> and they're getting all these likes and hearts and people telling them they're doing a great job and you know even just getting that kind of love from people feels incredible and just wants to push you all the more forward so you know I'm a girl who's all about earned media through and through why spend $136,000 getting a page and add in Forbes when you can just create the right relationship and show up as the content, as the inspiration, and reach just yeah. as many people with three times the value there? 
Gosh, it's so inspirational. It really is. And to to start a group program and then have 60 people on the wait list. I mean, that really is incredible. So all credit to you and to her. And I'm sure that everybody who is listening, I'm sure you're all truly inspired um, by what Lisa is sharing with us today. So, Lisa, um, well, we've got we've we've got a little bit before we come to an end. I told you time flies when we're having fun. So we've only got a few more minutes, but it'd be really lovely to share with us. Um, just really quickly you you know we've talked about what we can do right what about things that we do wrong what what would you say are the most common mistakes that you see um, people make oh, when they're promoting themselves so much <laughs> <laughs> oh this is great Abigail I love answering this you know what the number okay. one thing I see people doing wrong when it comes to PR is what? that is making it all about themselves hey mm. feature me I'm an expert I'm so good you should be sharing me here's the honest truth when you're getting a feature, a public relations-based feature that's not an advertisement, this is a really harsh truth that I learned in my first week of PR school, so take it with a grain of salt, guys, but it's honest. Nobody cares about your business as much as you do. The media are not looking for a way to give you a free advertisement or placement. What they care about is how they can create and deliver value to their readers, their listeners, their audience. So how can you share a story that's going to make a difference for the person who is on the other side? So when you're thinking about pitching the media, think about who is their ideal demographic, what is the problem that they're trying to solve for them, and how can I contribute to being a part of that solution? And another nugget that I'll share on that is how can you do it in a timely way? Because we can have a lot of great ideas for media stories, but the reality is if there's no urgency behind it, it can get shelved. So is there a national, you know, fitness day, some sort of commemorative day, week or month you can piggyback a story idea onto? And then when you pitch it to that journalist, always make it about here's how I can add value to your audience as opposed to I'm so awesome and you should do a feature on me because that one always ends up straight in the trash. So I always start off by how can you demonstrate and create value for the person who's going to be consuming this content? And then towards that email, the end of that email pitch, that's where you can layer in the quick credibility of this is why I'm the right person to share this information. So once you make it outward facing and outward focused, that's when you're really going to have success as opposed to being like, you should really write about my business because it's awesome. <laughs> that is so good. Thanks for sharing that with us, Lisa. I can tell now why you were laughing um, at the beginning because I, I would think that that would be just like a normal human reaction as well. But you're right. You're right. You know, really, who cares about your business? Really, <laughs> like it is honest. It's the honest. It's the honest truth. Okay, so oh, I've loved. I've absolutely loved this interview. I really have. I'm so glad that you've been on my show today. So just. Um, so as some last thoughts then before we go, um, what kind of final thoughts would you like to leave with our audience? Um, you know what I'd like to say? You're ready mm-hmm. and you're worthy. Where you are right now makes you totally worthy for media placement. You don't need to, I think especially because I work with a lot of small business owners and entrepreneurs, they're always waiting for things to be perfect. And it's all about progress, not perfection. Done is always going to be better than perfect. So just start putting yourself out there now. Stand in that self-worth and that self-confidence of the value that you have to offer, the transformation that you can help people make, and how your own story is going to help create that. And just go out there today, think about what is my ideal client listening to, reading, or watching, and how can I create content and share it on that platform so that they can learn about me. That, I think, is probably the most transformative thing that anyone can do at the end of this episode. 
That's wonderful. Thank you so much, Lisa. And just as a reminder, um, that pitch to podcast, podcast, a five day challenge, you can go and visit um, Lisa's website, Lisa Simone Richards.com, and then it's forward slash free hyphen challenge. So forward slash free hyphen challenge. Lisa, thank you so much. You've been an absolute star. This has been so much fun. Thank you so much for having me on, Abigail. And I hope that everyone who's listening today really takes action on the conversation that we've had. You're welcome. You're welcome. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Remember, as well as hosting the show, I'm also your presentation coach. So if you're an entrepreneur and you want to learn how to present yourself in the best way on stage, camera and everyday life, because you know, you know, after today that getting visible is going to create an abundance of success and wealth. But something is stopping you from doing that. Then I'm here to help. I help entrepreneurs create multiple six figures by transforming them into fabulous presenters because I truly believe that every single one of us has a fabulous presenter inside just waiting to come out. So if you're ready to take that step into your true potential, then contact me either via email, hello at abigailrebecca.com or book a free call by visiting abigailrebecca.com forward slash apply. So whatever you're doing today, have a good one and see you next week, sunshine. Thank you for listening to Present Your Power. Be sure to join Abigail Rebecca for another episode of the series next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an excellent week and challenge yourself to do something you've always wanted to do.